What it is, what it do, listeners. You have episode two of Gaming Vessels popped and locked in your auditory canals. And my name is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71. I am here with the two other co-hosts of this fine show. The Bay Area Terra, Dez. What's going on, Nemo Cub? Hey. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, I'm excited for episode two. Um, I am just excited to do this. I've been playing video games. Having this podcast has really sparked my, my that that need to play more games, to read more news, you know, to watch more, you know, vlogs about video games. So I'm excited to share um, this stuff with you guys. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. Awesome, awesome, and also on board for this journey, we've got Joe Fongul, the. Food Max of gaming deals. What's going on, brother? Uh, not much. Not much. Uh, just recovering from working 60 hours this week. So. Oh, man. I uh, know. But, hey, I paid off another credit card. So I am happy as can be. I'm happier than a pig in, you know what, or a Trader Joe in a basket full of uh, games he'll never play. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> you got working those 60 hours to buy those games. <laughs> Dave Ramsey would be proud of you paying yeah. off that debt. Yeah, and, oh, and, and also uh, GameStop. I mean, you're keeping them in business, sir. <laughs> Something. Although, you know, maybe, maybe not. You know, I, I, I trade stuff to get Amazon credit. So, Ooh, you know, that's, that's, that's a thing again. So, <laughs> Oh, they brought back the Amazon uh, gift cards? Of course, they brought back the Amazon gift cards. That's why I told you a couple of weeks ago. So. Yeah, well, you know, after after Friday of last week, everything just kind of fled fled from my mind, uh, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Had some for the list for the sake of the listeners, it just had some uh, difficulties at the end of the week, end of last week that I've been dealing with, but uh, it's all good, and we have a very very exciting. And I don't know about you guys, but there was this little game that a uh, sequel for it was announced uh, this past week. Uh, I think it's an indie title. I think it's called Destiny <laughs> 2. Electric Is Boogaloo? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm waiting for Turbo to, <laughs> yeah. to pop out and start popping and locking for us. I'm sorry. I, I had Soul Sonic Force on my... Uh, iPod play playlist uh, earlier today, so I've kind of got that that group in my head. So there you go. you'll have you'll have to uh, endure the hip hop deep cuts for the remainder <laughs> for the know. remainder of this episode. I don't know. People people people, uh, people might be into that, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Destiny Man, Two though, huh? Destiny Two. Um, I checked out. I didn't get a chance to see it live, and we're jumping right into the feature, folks. I didn't get a chance to see it live, but I was able to catch up with it Friday evening. And wow. Um, here, here's the thing. We're going to go over some of the highlights, but I want to ask you you two this question right off the bat. Based off every, I'm assuming we've all, if not seen it live, we've caught up with the information drop that happened uh, the end, near the end of the week last week and some subsequent news that has that has posted since taking all of that as a whole for those people that just did not like the first destiny whether or not they played it or not well, i'm not even really 
questioning that. I'm questioning for those who felt that Destiny 1 under-delivered even after all the uh, DLC updates that they did to it. From what we know of 2, is it going to be able to bring those people on board? I'll let Joe take that uh, one first. I'm kind of hoping so. Um, you know, a lot of it is almost like a continuation of the last DLC that came out with the storyline and everything. Uh, the changes in the gameplay hopefully will kind of get people into a little bit more. I know it's supposed to be a lot more story-based, a lot more cinematics involved, a lot more, you know, as far as uh, primary single-player gameplay and then the whole additional thing with the multiplayer it's interesting that crucible is now only going to be what four versus four four versus six versus six so maybe that will have a little bit more of a hook no i don't think it's going to be six versus six anymore i think it's four versus four across the board yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's oh. four versus four versus six versus six so so whether okay. that attracts more people to the multiplayer since it's less chaotic possibly and i could see maybe why they did that too as well, but uh, I'm thinking seriously that with the changes, we'll just going to have to kind of take a look and uh, see whether it's going to garner more of a mainstream um, hook, per se. Not entirely sure. There's, a, I mean, me, you, and Desmond, we're all excited for it, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll have to see come September uh, whether... You know the sales of this game is gonna like you know go to Call of Duty levels or not. So, well, I personally think that um, the people who were burned at the beginning by the fact that Destiny One had a weak story, it did. People, you know, have said it. It's true. Um, and then I think Bungie and the and Activision, mostly Bungie, tried very hard to to deliver that story based. Um, and lore-based uh, gameplay later on. It was like, it, it seemed like with, with Destiny 1, they, they wanted to get that experience out for whatever reason. Was it for money or for Activision was pushing them? I don't know. But it seemed like they, they pushed out the product uh, before the story, and then they tried to play catch-up with the story. You know, that's, that's, that's old news. Everyone knows that. But I think what happened was that burned a lot of people. A lot of people got burned and they got upset uh, about that. And then they got a lot. They, they they got tired of the of the gameplay and they got tired of the repetition. So so Bungie really had to you know play catch up with this now. And now we have Destiny Two, which is the opposite of Destiny One. It literally, in my opinion, is the a complete opposite. Now we have this really strong uh story driven narrative um to push forward uh this franchise because the gunplay is already there you know um i've watched videos of people playing uh some of the uh some of the um hardcore vloggers who do uh destiny content uh eric's gaming um planet destiny all these other people that do stuff like this they went and they, they got their hands on, they got to play, and they recorded it. And I watched a lot of that recording. And there's another guy named Dado, and they were talking about how does this play? How does Crucible play? And it's like there's a lot of changes to the gameplay that in PvP that I think is going to be good. But it seems this time around it is a lot more story-driven. And 
do I think that's going to bring people back into the fold? I'm not entirely sure. Um, a lot of comments that I've read and uh, things that I've that I've seen say that people are really concerned that it's just um, it's just an expansion. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to think like this is. I don't think this is an expansion like um, you know, Taken King was, and you know, all all House that, of Wolves, you know, House of Wolves, like, I don't, good stuff. like I don't think it's an expansion. Like there's more stuff happening, and there's more stuff coming out out of it i mean I, I don't know but but to answer your question I, I really don't know i personally don't think that it will i think the people that like destiny will pick this up and they will continue there will also be a few people yeah i hope a lot who will pick it up to see what has changed but it, it, i don't know if they're gonna stay like I, I think there's a big enough draw to destiny to see if this is different than, than destiny one's rollout you know and I think a lot of people are naysayers about like, you know, oh, um, you know, it's destiny. People still play that game, you know, whatever. I think those people are still going to go out there and they're going to try it. You know, I would be more curious to see um, first like like first month sales versus like six month sales, you know, and see and see really what's going on and, and see how how well this game trends. Um, that's that's what I think about it personally. Yeah, the. One thing I I will say, I think the accusation that this is just this looks like another piece of DLC. I watched that presentation from beginning to end. I'm not seeing DLC in this. Now, granted, a lot of the people that were saying this were putting forth the truth that wait a minute, the first Destiny promised the same exact thing. Uh, we know that there are some there were some major changes in the de- in the development through the development point of the original destiny that altered it to what the product was when it was released. And when I saw when I looked at that at that at that presentation on stage, saw that gameplay, i'm I'm not seeing DLC here. I'm seeing a brand new start. and primarily, I think, the thing that caused me to come to that general conclusion is the fact that you're going to be playing, actually playing with the key characters building the lore. You're going to be playing, doing running missions with Zavala. You're going to be running missions with K6. That was not part of, in any way, shape, or form, part of the original game or any of the subsequent DLC avail- uh, DLC rollouts. I think they're making a concerted effort to say this is going to be, like you said, Des, a lore-based, story-based experience that's going to bring in a large multiplayer base. And speaking of multiplayer, we, we have to mention some of the changes that are coming with regard to how players are going to be playing the game together. The addition to of clan support built into the game, so no more of this look LFG, uh, third-party apps, uh, linking, looking for uh, public events, all that stuff is going to be built into the game. I love that, particularly, particularly the, the uh, 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 and my brain just farted, the uh, public events. 
none of the apps, and maybe it's just me, but none of the third-party apps that I used for trying to get a hold of those uh, public events from the original game, there was anywhere from a 10-second to 10-minute delay (laughs) (laughs) between when they started and uh, when they concluded. So I'm happy to hear about that. What, what, what's your, what's your guys' take on the changes coming to multiplayer for destiny two? I think it's great. Um, I am still sort of saddened that it is only, uh, what is it? Only strike teams of three people. I was really hoping that it would go to four, but seeing as destiny is built on the rule of threes, it seems, I'm not surprised. Like, I really am not surprised that that it's still threes. Uh, fine. You know, whatever. Um, I have no problem, you know, running with you guys and, and doing and running out and doing this stuff. I, what I really like is is um, they were talking about how the I guess the, the first place you go to is the European dead zone. Um, and it's outside of you like you're outside of the city. The city fall, has fallen. You know, the traveler is in chains or whatever. And then you have to go to this kind of like homestead place. And it's from there that you launch all of your other missions. And it's like this giant hub world, you know, it's supposed to be three times as large as as any of the current spaces in Destiny. So and you're able to go there and look for treasure and do um, public event stuff. And and even if you're not running with like a, a squad of three there's other people that are going to be there um which is traditional in other mmos i mean that's in like that's in all mmos nowadays i mean you just you get together you run around and you and you do stuff together in the in the overworld and it seems like the strikes or the missions are the instances that that kind of that kind of happens so personally i think it's really kind of cool that they're taking a much more mmo strategy with this it's like a first person mmo that's that's going on right now and it's kind of cool because i do play mmos like i play um elder scrolls online and i've played wow and i've you know played skyforge for a minute that's why i've played these so i'm familiar with the concept but i just never really thought that destiny one was like that and it seems like now destiny two is really um engaging in that uh in that lore and when we go later when we talk about the cla- the changes to the classes i'll go over that more but for me i think it's great that you can actually have you know clans and people can get together and do stuff i mean i cannot wait you know for us to start a gaming vessels clan you know in destiny 2 and all of our listeners can come in and play you know strikes with us you know you know, Guru, uh, Alberco, you know, all these other people that that, that are that, that are listening to us. We can actually like hang out with our friends and like I really would when I watched that when I watched the um the teleplay when they were talking about it and the and the developers were talking about like, you know, you can go and meet your friends and hopefully that'll you know you can go in if you have like five people and you need a six, someone can go in there and find the sixth person. And then if you like it, you can kinda hang out with each other. And I was like I was like, Oh, you know, this this community thing is like really kinda cool and yeah, you know, I was, I was really jazzed about that. I mean you know, I was trying not to be fake as hell, but I'm like, Yeah, it's kinda cool, you know <laughs> Like I was uh, like, I was really sipping that Kool Aid, that Destiny Kool Aid. I was like, All right, this sounds great. You <laughs> no more getting uh, uh, stuck with randoms there, like ten years old, screaming oh about. My God. Yeah, <laughs> you did not like that. 
<laughs> no, I still do not like that. I'm sorry. So, you so, know, well, I, <laughs> I, I've got to, I got to share this story with the listeners. So we were, we were, uh, it was the first time that, that we had did a uh, vault of glass and it was, it was me, Joe, Kevin, were you there for that? Yeah. Kevin was there. Yeah. I think Kevin was there for that too. And we were, we were doing the Atheon, the last portion of it. And there was this, there were these little kids with us, and we were just like trying to run it with these like little. They were like little kids. They were like, they were like preteens. It was hilarious. I mean, they were doing well, but they were just like they were just really out of pocket <laughs> and their comments and stuff. I was like, how old are you kids? They're like they're like twelve and stuff. And I'm like, all right. And they were just like yelling and being obscene and crazy and i was just like okay and then joe was like after it was over joe was like never again <laughs> we're, yes. we're it. no yes. more romper room he was he, was, he, he, he wasn't livid but he was like never again yeah. <laughs> i'll mm-hmm. never forget that if i want to go vol- volunteer for the youth i'd go down to the big brothers big sisters or, yeah, or ymc or this was not the destiny daycare center he was not no. feeling it no 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 but joe what I do you what do you think day. about what do you think about you know uh, multiplayer and the changes to multiplayer uh i'm gonna have to really take a look and see as far as verse with the four versus four on there i could see where to where they, they want to have a little bit more camaraderie and teamwork on that but uh i kind of I'm, I'm going to miss my big like you know like uh you know pvp like you know all hands on deck you know team you know i played a bunch of uh control i played a bunch of team deathmatch on uh, Destiny One, and I was so used to the six versus six. On that, I'm going to really have to see how four versus four is going to work. Uh, on that, it's kind of a curious decision to scale it down because of the fact that if I anything, I would figure they would scale it up, you know, and be able to add more. But uh, you know, it just depends on what modes they want and what they want to get out of PvP. On that, I've never been the one where I never done any trials of Osiris. I never done the three versus three modes all that much, and so I'm was more used to, you know, the uh, larger scale control maps and uh, you know combined arms and uh, you know the few of the wonderful um, multiplayer modes that we played a lot, you know. On that, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm, I'm really curious. We'll see when the beta comes out. Get a little taste of it and can see how it, how it plays out. I'm, I'm sure it will. It will be lovely either way. Hopefully, um, that it will have that same flavor on there. And I could imagine if me, you, um, Kev, are in a three man group that well, we need to get one more in there and be able to rock and roll it basically so we'll have to see so and you know the one more aspect of the of running the running the the raids if you listen to <laughs> to gamer husbands y- y'all know that i thought rage could die in a fire uh, <laughs> was never a fan of those mm-hmm. primarily because the people for the most part the people that i ran the raids with were I was just like, okay, just tell me where to stand and tell me what to shoot, and I'll do that. I, for whatever reason, the rage just never, just never solidified with me. I never grasped the, the awesomeness of it. I was always, I was always more of a strike type of person, 
where I didn't necessarily have to depend on somebody else who knew what to do to get me through. And I lacked the interest to even <laughs> to learn how to do the raid. So, you know, part of that is my fault. But one thing that I'm hoping is that this new raid will bring will bring up some, you know, I don't know if it would be gameplay mechanics. I don't know if it would be whatever, whatever uh, bungee fairy dust they can sprinkle on this game to make me want to a learn how learn the raid and b i really like the aspect of being able to do matchmaking with clans that can post hey let's we're going to show you how to walk through the raid that i think is going to be more beneficial to people like me who you know if i'm not going to do i'm not going to jump into a random group in a mission like a raid that requires everybody to have know their role and execute their role in order to effectively get through it. Because, you know, let's just let's face it, the gaming community in many aspects is still extremely toxic. But if you're going to be be in a clan and your part of your goal is as far as building the Destiny community is bringing people who, for whatever reason, weren't able to connect with other folks to learn the raid and you're willing to put it out there, hey, we need one person, preferably someone who has never done the raid before or is lear learning, you know, hoping to become more proficient at it, hook up with us and we'll run you through it. I think that's awesome. And that option is going to be able is going to draw someone like me, make myself more available, more open to learning the process. Because um, uh, I think Joe, I can't remember if Desmond, if you were on when me and Joe were with this group. Uh, I'm just going to assume that they were from the UK, and uh, <laughs> we were running the uh, the Crota raid, and they weren't out of pocket like those kids, but they weren't the most welcoming group of people mm. uh, I've ever played with. Uh, yeah, whenever were... whenever me or Joe died, oh. Kamunagara died again. Shonov 71 died again. You know, it's, you know, and they had that British snark. You just want to slap them in the face. <laughs> pardon yeah. pardon any UK listeners out there, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it 100. You didn't I have a Gallahorn? Is that game, what happened? You I, had a Gallahorn? <laughs> I had a Gallahorn. The problem was, was when those, um, and I forget the 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 big heavy armored dudes would come and try to snipe us from from that enclave. Oh yeah. If you didn't either have the Gallahorn or one of the sniper rifles to take them out, they would kill the sword bearer. And I had the Gallahorn and I was sending my rockets up there and sniping when I when I could. But when one of them would get through and kill the sword bearer. You know, it was always, well, you guys are messing up, you know, not, you know, no foul language, no cursing, but there was obvious sarcasm. And then when one of us would die, it was, it just doubled up on the snark. And it's, it's like, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah. I stuck it. I stuck. I personally stuck it in just to finish it and try to get the weapon. I did finish it. I, Joe, I believe you, you, you jumped out. Cause I think you had reached your limit with those folks. 
I think but, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I actually but, got booted actually for some reason, but I don't think they booted me. I think uh, I just had a bad connection or whatever at some point. So mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't going to try to get back in at yeah. that point. So, and so these I'm are people hoping, on my friends list, believe it or yeah. not. So, yeah. So I'm hoping that this plus one that you can do with, uh, with clans is really where folks who don't have a, you know, a, a, a raid-based group to play with normally are really going to be able to really get the most out of this aspect of the game. So, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent down with what they're doing with regards to that. Sounds good to me. I mean, <laughs> I'm excited um, just me to too. play more. Like, I was excited to play more and, and to play something different. Like, that opening cinematic was really, really good. And the fact that you could probably play that with other people in a squad just seems just seems nice, you know? But the main thing that I want to ask you guys is, now that it is confirmed that you won't be taking any of your stuff with you, how does that sit with you guys? You know, you can you can transfer over your character but nothing else and I, I have some i have some things to say about that but i wanted to hear what you guys are thinking about that first i'm going to tell you i'm a little bit salty that i can't take my red hand nine with me the red hand nine is a, the hand cannon from from the first game one of the hand cannons from the first game i went through hell and back completing the <laughs> the crucible requirement for that gun. And I was really proud of myself having finally, finally, because folks, I'm not a multiplayer guy when it comes to first-person shooters. I'm terrible. Uh, I do okay depending on how terrible the opponents are. <laughs> you know, <Me> so <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my proficiency kind of gets a little bit boost when we're matched up with people that are uh, somehow worse <laughs> worse than me, <laughs> but if we're teamed up with uh, against folks that are halfway competent, uh, I, I'm not going to. I'm I, I'm I am the weakest link. I'm just putting it out there. So the fact that I was able to complete the crucible requirement for the red hand nine, a hand cannon that I really wanted to get, a hand cannon that I thoroughly enjoyed using until it was completely outdated with the uh, subsequent DLC because it could, you couldn't increase, at least in my version, I couldn't increase its light level. Um, I'm a little bit salty about that. But is that going to deter me from enjoying what they're trying to bring with Destiny 2? Not in the least. But that that Red Hand 9, me and that hand cannon, we got a, you know, we got a thing going on, because <laughs> I... I I broke my freaking back trying to get those crucible kills, those specific crucible kills in order to acquire that thing. And that was the first and only piece of gear that I did that for. So there's a special connection between me and that, and that gun. And it's a little bit, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that I can't bring it with me, but I'm over it. You know, we, we, we sat down, we talked, uh, you know, we we're just on two different wavelengths now, so I'm cool with the separation. But you know, I wish I could bring it with me. I'll just say that. But I'm I'm good. I'm good. 
Uh, for me, I'm I'm good too. In fact, I'm going to create new characters for Destiny Two. I'm going to consider it a new game uh, through and through. Even though I know that you're able to bring some of uh, the lore over from your prior character. That was, my, that. That, was that was the next question. Was was are any of you going to either of you going to make a new character as well? Because I'm making a new character as well. Yeah, I, I all three of my characters, my warlock, my titan, and my hunter are pretty much done you know i'm sorry but uh, these are characters i created back in 2014 i mean destiny one should stay with destiny one in my opinion on there um i'm gonna create um new titan and kind of work my way from there with the other two character classes and uh gonna start fresh on there i mean i i love all the guns i love my loadouts and my uh, vault full of tons of weapons i literally if you ever look in my vault you know i literally have like every auto rifle known to man in there i mean it got to where you know it's just the fred sanford of of destiny over here just <laughs> he was. collecting he was all my junk all you know that that loot uh, base gameplay just got me going and got got in my blood you know as far as everything i'm just gonna start fresh with this in fact you know a lot of this coverage that came out this week, I, obviously I've been working. I haven't really been like white on rice to like try to absorb all the information because I, I want to experience for the first time. I want everything to be fresh to me. So that's kind of approach I've been taking with Destiny 2 and all the gameplay reveals this week. I've read enough to see what's going on. I understand what's going on, but um, I'm going to try to almost stay on the blackout, in my opinion. Uh, so I, everything will just be new in my eyes uh, once the game does come out on beta. So I did, I did the exact opposite. I have watched everything that I could <laughs> about this game. I'm excited. Again, if you listen to the first episode, I am not, like, through and through, I am not a first-person shooter kind of person. I am third, third person all the way. I love to see my character. I love creating characters, and I love just, like, you know, dressing them up and everything. It's just, it's just an extension of who I am. I love it. So, so yeah, I was really... For me, I was really kind of like a bit. Bit of me was sad because like when, when I, I I put so much time and effort into into the, into the characters, and I just know that this character creator is is just going to be the exact same thing from the other one, or I really from Destiny One, and I really hope that that's not the case because I will be creating a new character for this campaign as well, three new characters. Um, so I know. Uh, so Joe and Kevin and I have played Destiny a lot. We play Destiny a lot, and we generally have the three archetypes that that we generally play you know joe is always you know for, not always but generally you know speaking joe's joe is the titan you know he is a titan he runs out there gets killed we have to cut, save him <laughs> you know and that's just how it is like he's he's rambo guns blazing and like kevin is you know generally you know the sneaky one he's the he's the the, the hunter he's you know popping shots in the back you know and and I'm I'm always you know the the support and I love that I love that like I, I'm the warlock that's that's what I play you know and I I enjoy that and so being able to experience these three classes again you know you know with three of my buddies and seeing how the play style is going to change is is amazing to me and I really I really like that so part of me because again I I I play MMOs and and so I I played the healer and a support i like playing support you know letting all the other people shine so i really like that destiny 2 is 
at least in my opinion, going to um, increase that um, that that play aspect. I know some people do not like that, uh, but I, for one, do. And like it, agreeing with Joe one hundred percent. This is a fresh story, a fresh start, and um, and so I'll be making you know a new character as well. Uh, Kevin, are you are you going to be making a new character? I will be making a new character, but I will be importing my hunter okay. from the first game. Uh, I just, with the story, I particularly with the with the fact that your powers are taken, I want to be able to bring that character. And even though I'm, you know, like you said, it's a first person game, so you're actually not seeing the guy. And let's face it, the character creation assets weren't all that great, mm-hmm. you know pretty generic but for me it's going to carry a little bit more weight and i use the word weight in in heavy heavy quotations having this guy that was near one point away from the maximum light level the the uh this cabal unit shows up strips all the power away it's going to feel more legit on a subconscious level for me with that hunter that was at 399 light now back to square one that being said i am going to be creating a second character and and this actually is going to spawn a question for that i have for the two of you i'm going to be running a titan as my second character i really do like the new uh powers that are that are going to be coming with these classes that uh flame sword that 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 flaming phoenix of death <laughs> that you can dawn breaker with, with yeah the dawn breaker power the uh, captain america titan with the purple tron deadly disc shield that you can throw <laughs> it does look like I'm, tron yeah it does <laughs> i am a hundred percent down with de-resing fools at a distance mm-hmm. uh and I like the uh, the, the electric and, and sorry, folks. I I know I as many hours I should know these these powers by heart. But the the Jedi staff of electric oh, doom, the arc strider, arc strider, yeah, yeah. or striker, really one of like the two. That. Yeah, my, I'm for my hunter. I'm I'm either gonna go now the the. Arc Strider is that the Warlock ability, or no, is that the- no? That's the Hunter. It, it took place that's of the the, uh, the Arc Blade. Okay, yeah, okay. it's a staff now. So, so the Warlock, the, the sword, the the sword is the Warlock, right? Yeah, it, it took it took over the Sunsingers. Uh, the so Sun- the Sunsinger is gone now, and it, and it has been replaced with the um, the uh, Dawnbreaker. Okay, so I'm going with the. <laughs> the Jedi Staff of Doom and Tron. <laughs> yeah, and so the and so the Defender Titan is now that the the Captain America shield throwing. I can't remember the name of that one, but that's supposedly that one now. So, and and the weird thing about it is like all of the supers are roaming supers now, and I'm thinking like that's kind of cool though because it's keeping the mobility of your characters. You are running around, and like Gunslinger now has six shots. And it's like yes. a it's like a fan the hammer kind of thing from like uh, McCready from uh, Overwatch. So it's like you burst it up and then you fire off your six shots and then you're out of it, you know, um, because the it looks like the timer for it goes down a lot quicker now. But you get six shots instead of one 
or four. Sorry, one if you have the Celestial Nighthawk, or three normal, and then four if you have the uh, the, the the symbiote. So it's like now you got a now you got a total of six, and that's you just got to be able to shoot them off really quickly. So um, I'm excited. Like I'm excited. I'm so Me grateful too. the bubble is gone. I hate the bubble titans, man. I hate rolling <laughs> the damn bubble. So I'm I'm glad there's a couple of different shields and the very little variation with it. So yeah, but, yes. but one thing I thought was really kind of cool is um, at least now it seems like you have there, there's multiple play styles. It's like the and I, and I need to watch the um, the Archstrider. I think it's called Archstrider. Um, the thing that I that I like about it is now you have these these kind of like mini supers is what they're calling them. So so the 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 um the strike or the titan has this shield that you can kind of pop down, and when you it's like a half shield that you can duck under, and then you pop up, you shoot people when you're aiming, and then you you duck down, and then your uh, your ammo automatically gets reloaded, and I thought that was so cool. You can just kind of pop up out of cover. Shoot, shoot, you know, pop a couple fools, jump, you know, duck back down and your ammo's back. And then they have like another one that is, or the alternate is just like this gigantic shield that you can just put up in front of a doorway and be like, nope, no one's coming through here. You know, I just thought that was really nice. kind of cool. Um, and then the, and, and again, that's like, that's like your defender. That's your tank, you know, it's stopping people from getting to you. And then the, the um the dawnbreaker you know has has healing pools either either a healing pool or you, you drop it on the ground which i think kind of is kind of weird because there's no more you run into it you literally have to be standing in it in order to get its benefit of either healing or a boost to your weapons and i can't remember what the um what the um what the hunters is but i think it's really kind of cool i think their movement abilities to, to move you out of the way with stuff but anyway i think it's kind of cool that you have these different options for playing these these, these characters I, I i thought it was really cool you know yes yes and also we we'd be remiss if we did not mention the fact that a pc version of destiny 2 is going to be available um, anybody on this show is anyone considering picking up Destiny Two for PC? Well, the one thing that I think that we all should realize, and and I was looking at, um, again, I was you know doing my research a little bit of this about Destiny Two, and it's, I think it's kind of interesting that the consoles will be locked at a at a at thirty frames per second, so thirty frames, like thirty FPS, boom, that's it. But, um. Uh, the PCs will not be locked at all. You can, as, however much money you can throw at your screen, is, is is how much you can get. And I'm thinking, yeah, damn, like that. That was for me because, like, I've I've fought and I fought I fought to try to become you know a PC gamer because you know I know that all PC games now generally have uh, controller support, but I think Destiny might be the game that pushes me over. Joe, what do you think? Uh, as far as the PC support, I am I have the PC version pre-ordered. It just depends on when it's going to come out. I know that it's not going to be out on release day, so it just depends if it comes out maybe a couple of weeks afterwards or if it comes out a couple of months afterwards. Eh, don't know. 
and also to see whether it's going to support cross-save support, meaning that I could play on my PlayStation 4 uh, or bring a character over from my PlayStation 4, 4 version onto the PC version on there. And just going down the laundry list of stuff, I mean, um, that the PC version is going to support and even supports um, colorblind mode, too. I don't know if you saw that or not, Desmond. No, but, I did not. Uh, Yes, it's wow. a part of the accessibility that they do have a colorblind mode included. I'm not sure if that's also included with the main game on console or not, but it's part of the uh, listing of stuff that's in the PC build right now, including, you know, if you look at some articles that are out there, um, it's going to support, obviously, um, the point that you're able to uh, play at whatever frame rate that you want to play at. It's going to support 4K, of course, on there. Um, they actually have designed it for the PC in mind on there. So they talked about the uh, depth of field and as far as it being just a little bit lower than the console version on that. Um, also talking about uh, that you're able to you know, take your helmet on and off on that and it also uses blizzard's battle net as being the um like kind of hub where you would get together and, and group up with people so i mean uh, uh i'm very interested interested to see as far as how the pc version kind of plays out uh me being you know i know they're going to support like um probably a wide range of graphics cards out there um, I'm not like in like Flint like uh, you are, Kevin. I got a GeForce 960, so I'm about the middle of the road on there. I'd just like to see how it would run on my rig versus uh, running on your rig and see if it, if going to the PC is going to be uh, worth it. And another thing just to take in consideration, uh, they have not announced how it's going to run on the uh, Scorpio. Uh, that's going to be unveiled once the Scorpio is unleashed at E3 in the next couple of weeks on that as far as how, what it's going to support on the Xbox side of the fence. But uh, there's been a lot of salt online from Xbox fans worrying about the fact that they're afraid that they're going to hold the um, game back to 30 frames a second on the Scorpio, even if per se, the Scorpio can support a higher frame rate or not. I know they stated that the PlayStation 4 Pro version cannot run at 60 frames a second, not for the fact of them wanting to have parity with the uh, PS4 version proper, but the fact that uh, um, that it cannot run the game at 60 frames a second with all of the uh, physics involved and uh, networking and so on and so forth. So kind of almost sounds like a limitation from the last game with supporting play, PlayStation 3 and uh, uh, Xbox 360 and having it also on the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, they almost in a way because of these uh, mid-tier updates are kind of being hampered, um, in my opinion, probably the same way as they were with the last game. So, Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that myself. Here's here's the thing. I don't know. When, when you say 4K assets, that can be 4K resolution. That encompasses a whole lot. I think it depends on how much other stuff you have running. And folks, I'm not a programmer, but from what I'm seeing, just in my delving, because uh, I'm a PC, I'm a PC noob. I got my rig together mid February, so I haven't been gaming 
very long. I have a 1070, which is kind of sort of like the, uh, well, now it's third third in the tier. Um, well, fourth in the tier, because there's a Titan. Well, yeah, fourth in the tier on the uh, NVIDIA side. And here's the thing. 4K 60 frames running a i7 uh, 6700K, which is what I've got in my PC, a 1080 Ti still struggles at 4K 60 frames, depending on the game. I mean, that's you can see that on any YouTube on any YouTube comparison worth its salt. The 1080 Ti comes closest to true native 4K 60 than any other car on the market, at least from what I'm seeing. Until the next iteration of the Titan comes out, um, here's the thing: these are consoles. They're both running on that running on that uh, reiterations of the Jaguar CPU. PS4 Pro has a Jaguar. The Scorpio has a Jaguar. Granted, the Scorpio has more customization, uh, engineering wizardry going on on the CPU side than the PS4 Pro. Uh, reading an article in which um, Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy were kind of commenting on this, talking about uh, the PS4 Pro not being able to run the game at fork at uh, at 60 frames. They really didn't go into detail. Is it 1080p at 60 frames or is it 4K at 60 frames? Because in the comment that uh, Luke Smith was talking about, he mentioned, you know, there's tons of GPU power in the PS4 Pro. That's why we're doing it 4K, right? So the problem that he was mentioning was that it's on the C in the CPU side on the PlayStation 4 Pro, not on the GPU. If that's the case, I'm wondering, and we'll, all this I'm sure will be ironed out by E3, will, are we going to be able to see 1080p at 60 frames on the PS4 Pro. If it's 4K 30, I don't really care. I don't have a 4K TV set yet anyway. So I'm not really going to be able to get that uh, that true benefit. Yes, I know that, that you can do uh, uh, super sampling and uh, uh, down sampling on, on the PS4 Pro side and all that, all that, all that wonderfulness. It, you know, I don't think that these consoles are necessarily holding the game back. I think it's a it's a and I have a PS4 Pro, uh, you know, just like you do, Joe. I, Des, do you have a, a Pro yet or not? Or he's he's do not. he didn't go up for that. Okay, I do not. I am still, you know, back in the Stone Age. I guess back in the OG. <laughs> no, you're no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I've all I got a PS4 Pro because I had the opportunity to get one for well under, you know, its its market price based off some trading that I did. Uh, you don't have to have these these iterative consoles. And part of me just says that that this whole iterative console thing is a bad idea. When it was first talked about, I was vehemently against it. But I got it because I wanted to play Horizon Zero Dawn in Super the Greatest Mode. So just for that um, and the price point that I was able to get my Pro at, it's met its requirement for me. But to say, you know, 
to say that, well, this is holding this game back and that is holding this game back from some of these Xbox folks, guys, <laughs> you're going to have to play with not just the One S, it's got to play with the original Xbox One. Minor upgrades as they were from the One S, they were still upgrades, there were still changes. Check, check Digital Foundry, guys. Gears 4 runs differently on the One S than it does on the original Xbox. It has to be, those games have to be able to run across all iterations of that console. The PS, the jump between the PS4 Pro and the and the base PS4 is not as vast as it is between the Scorpio and the original Xbox One. So there's you've got to make some some accommodations here somewhere. And, you know, I'm waiting for E3 just like everybody else. I may wind up getting a Scorpio, I mean, whatever they wind up calling it, if they show some stuff that I want to play on it. But all of these consoles have to be able to support the OGs of this life cycle. And if it can't, you're, you're, you're going to split your user base by having yeah. these... PS4 Pro only and Scorpio only games because these are upgrades. They are not new generation. So I think uh, fanboyism has been flying around. Uh, Norton stock has probably gone up significantly since uh, <laughs> Destiny 2's reveal because salt is flying everywhere. Uh, so I think folks just need to take a chill pill and enjoy what they have, where they're going to be playing the game. Uh, you know, if you feel that I'm going to vote with my dollar and, and not buy this game, you know, even if you were even if you wanted to get into it, but you're letting this what I would consider a non-issue get in your way. Hey, folks, that's your per that's your prerogative. But based off what I've seen, you're missing out. So pack the salt up, use it for use it for some rib rub and uh, <laughs> just 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 play the game where you want to play the game. That's, that's all I got to say for that. Yeah. So, okay. you know, you you can't have you can't have uh we you know, we're we're gamers folks, so someone has to find some drama somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what are you what are you going to do? But, uh, hey, folks, guess what? We've got some news coming up. Uh, Trader Joe, why don't you kick us off on that? Okay. Uh, first thing I kind of want to cover uh, this week, uh, the game Shadow Warrior 2 got announced and released for consoles uh, two days ago on um, Friday, which would be uh, May the 19th on there. So um, you should be able to pick it up for $34.99. Uh, the discount's temporary, so uh, if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, uh, go ahead and do so. You also get Shadow Warrior 1 for free on both Xbox One and PlayStation 4 on that. Uh, uh, if you're not familiar with the game, obviously, Lo Wang is the protagonist. Uh, the game is just over-the-top craziness. On there, I know you have the PC version, Kevin. So, what what is your opinion of the game? This is, I've the I think I called it the blazing saddles of first person shooters, <laughs> and I kind of sort of there's there's a lot of weight to that statement. I don't think it quite goes that far, but it is very politically incorrect. Um, it is not a 
Japanese game, as I've heard it described on <laughs> on other shows. Oh uh, yeah, it uh, is. Uh, <laughs> it, it is not a Japanese RPG, just because it has a Japanese protagonist. I think I made that point known on another podcast <laughs> that I'm on with a particular someone that uh, uh, is um, predisposed predisposed to uh hate anything coming from the nation of japan for some <laughs> so let's just leave it at that yeah, but, what, but what this game is it is um it is socially irreverent uh low wang is a stereotype the characters that you come in to, in contact with are stereotypes you, your main character drives a, what is it, a 68 Datsun 280Z, and he's listening to I, You Got the Touch while fighting off demons in the opening sequence with a sword and basically his car as well. Uh, this game is over the top. It is fun. I'm not very far in it because I have been distracted by other bright and shinies in the gaming space, but... I'm in love with it. It's it's hilarious. It's also very fun to play. And like you, Des, I'm not really that FPS guy. There are some I like a story based FPS. Yeah, first I agree. Yeah. Which which and just to just to jump back into Destiny 2 real quick, that is my hindrance. If I'm going to get Destiny 2 on PC, I will only be playing co-op. I have no desire to learn mouse and keyboard. If you're going to play on Destiny multiplayer on PC, you gotta get you gotta master mouse and keyboard. Where my PC is set up right now, I can't do that effectively, even if I wanted to. So Destiny 2 on PC is gonna be a single player and co-op adventure if I decide to get it. But it 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 I would highly suggest if you if if you are if anything if if social irreverency interests you if fast paced doom esque first person action interests you check out Shadow Warrior Two. Uh, you also get the first game as, as free DLC, I believe. Yeah, you get it for uh, free. Yeah. Yeah. So it is well, and it's only what forty bucks. Yeah, thirty four ninety nine. Um, yeah. For those of you looking for a physical version, um, there's going to be one released by this company called Special Reserve Games, uh, kind of like similar to Limited Run Games. This is like Special Reserve Games is uh, Devolver Digital's uh, um, storefront to release physical versions of their games. So they are in the process of getting a uh, physical version of Shadow Warrior 2 uh, together for PlayStation 4 on that that's going to be announced soon as far as availability and that kind of thing so i'm looking forward to getting the game physical and also the multiplayer is supposed to have a little bit more of a loot uh basis uh kind of similar to borderlands actually so that's what's gonna kind of give to me at least impetus to play this not only single player but to have a longer tail with the multiplayer portion of it as well so Mm -hmm. So that might even interest you, Des, possibly, uh, given the fact I know FPS and you are not the greatest friends. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? I I gave Destiny a try because of you. And so, you know, I, I didn't really listen to what you say about games. So, you know, never know. 
You never know. So it's definitely and, worth a red box rent if you can find it, or a ga- uh, GameFly rent if you if you have that. Check it out. I think I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Good. And next news story, kind of want to touch upon. Um, this is going to be definitely down your wheelhouse, Kevin. Uh, Platinum Games may be be on its way to fulfill its dream to own a new IP. Now, during a keynote this weekend, this past weekend at the Bit Summit, the indie conference in Kyoto. Uh, Platinum Games producer uh, Itsushi Inaba uh, teased the existence of a formless, shapeless IP that he can't talk about today. Um, interestingly, he also mentioned that on top of the new IP, it's also going to involve the new director. And it's going to be interesting to see how that new director will grow and how he will help Platinum Games grow as a company as well. So they're talking about... A new IP in the works. Um, you talked about it, Link, last year at Bis- Bit Summit, saying that the fact that the studio has dreamt to own its own IP, and that plan is now in motion on there. So, and they're looking to do their own game. You know, I don't know if they're looking to publish it, but they're looking to at least, you know, all the other games that Platinum has published. You know, Bayonetta, Vanquish, they all been owned by their publisher of the particular title, you know, even, you know, uh, such games as Anarchy, uh, is there Anarchy Reigns? No. Anarchy, Anarchy Reigns. Yeah. Anarchy Reigns, you know, so they're longing to do their own thing and, you know, basically own their own intellectual property. And I think platinum, uh, both guns blazing, not the platinum, you know, releasing stuff like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or, um, <laughs> you know, what was that uh, avatar game it was an avatar it was the um, yeah it was it was in that in that universe uh yeah cora yeah cora yeah. that you know the they're, they're at their best when they're um doing their own thing in my opinion so and so any thoughts you guys about platinum you know getting their at, getting their own marinade out and cooking their own thing and be able to own their recipe versus having to uh, sell it out to the the, the uh you know kc masterpieces of the world you know? i think it's great <laughs> i mean we would have gotten scale bound if that was the case so uh, <laughs> i mean bump, bump. i mean it's true i am all i for know i'm all for it i mean especially with the uh, near automata doing as well as it did i think it i i'm glad like more power to them please yes um, and if they're if they're putting forth as a, as great efforts as they have, like with Nier, with uh, Metal Gear Revengeance, the Bayonetta games, just imagine when you have that additional push to put out the best product you can because you own it. That's going. That has the potential to really, you know, make this project even better. And I can't wait to see what they come up with. Because as I've said before, these guys are the beat 'em up kings. They they stripped that away from Team Ninja some time ago, uh, in my opinion. So I can't wait to see what Platinum comes up with. And you know what? It for me, I love brawlers. I love beat 'em ups. That is my favorite genre ever. It has been for for decades now. But if they can, if they do something out of that box, I'm all for it too. Because I think these guys whatever genre or whatever peg they decide to put this game or whatever fusion of different pegs they decide to put this game in, those guys are so talented over there. I mean, 
there's I, I I'm, a, I'm I'm you know the way folks feel about Bungie and and you know Coalition or all these other high profile uh, studios. That's how I feel about Platinum Games because they have created so much content that has just drawn me in in ways that that even for games that I thoroughly enjoy haven't yet. Those guys to me are like Clover. Yeah. You know, well, they are Clover. Did, well, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that gave me God Hand, you know, which is my favorite game of all time. So I, I you know, anything that they throw down, uh, particularly if it's from that that A team, not the B, C, D, or E team. <laughs> yeah. Early, um, I can't wait for it. So hype. Well, speaking of scale bound now, and something came across the board recently that was kind of interesting. Microsoft has announced uh, or recently has filed for an extension of the trademark on scale bound on there. So, and how it would work is that Microsoft basically, since they request an extension of the trademark, they have another six months to provide proof that the mark is being used in commerce. So, who's to say if uh, maybe this game that got canceled maybe is. Um, dis- continued by another developer possibly on there it could mean something it could mean absolutely nothing we'll have to see um what comes up possibly at e3 to see if this game is actually uh still gestating for one reason or another but uh it's not going to live on with platinum games if it does so i have to see as far as how that goes but uh you know it's a shame that uh, for one i'm you know it's just assumption on my part that Microsoft possibly interfered with the development of that game or uh, try to get that secret sauce going to where, you know, obviously they want to um, avoid any sort of risk. You know, they, Microsoft has always been kind of risk averse, you know, as far as intellectual properties and new IPs and that kind of thing. So um, we'll have to see. Hopefully if they do decide to still release the game that they do get platinum games blessing at least uh, any opinions guys um uh, i was not a fan of what was presented of scalebound i know they were trying to build you know like the the director that this was his dream project i didn't play the game obviously but just what i saw it looked like Final Fantasy 15. It just, it's straight up action. This did not, this didn't say platinum to me. It, it, it I think Microsoft might have had their hands, you know, too far deep in the, in the mixing, in the batter. They had their whisk in the batter along with the chef. And I think that's probably what happened. Um, if, Scalebound can can live on from another studio, and they can bring a unique uh, exclusive to the Xbox platform. Hey, more power to them. Uh, I just really did not dig what I saw. It just didn't. It just didn't yell platinum to me. And the thing about Microsoft being so risk adverse, this is not how they started, folks. If you remember the original Xbox console, there was so much diversity and so much excitement around their, their original first, second, and third-party exclusive IPs that it wasn't even funny. Um, so many fantastic games 
Mech Assault, Jade Empire, uh, Crimson Skies, Brute Force. I mean, I want to see, and this is what I'm hoping I we get with Microsoft at this E3. I want to see that creativity back. I want to see uh Jay uh, this the spirit of Jay Allard just kind of <laughs> rise up on stage behind Phil Spencer and just okay this is where we started from and this is what we're this is how we're bringing that forward because I'm sorry y'all N- no fanboy just straight 100% truth they got to do something and that's all I'll say cuz we're not talking E3 this episode but they got to do something cuz what yeah. they've been doing has not been working uh, from a personal aspect. And if you look at the NPD sales data, what can be um, ascertained by by that information is not working there either in comparison to what the competition is doing. They got to come up with something. And I want to see them come up with something because that OG Xbox is one of my favorite consoles ever. It's not my favorite, but it's damn close to being my favorite. Because it had so many awesome titles that you could only get on that console. And I want to see that Microsoft. I want to see that Xbox come back. So we'll see. Hope it can come hope it can come back in some form in sh- shape or form. So Yeah. All right. And a couple of the news stories, just real brief. Um, Ubisoft had their uh, financial earnings conference call and so they have you know let the cat out of the bag uh surprise 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 the far cry 5 is coming very soon on there um there's been rumors uh that it's going to be western based meaning that it's going to be based out of like uh the old west or that kind of thing i'm not sure as far as exactly what the rumors are putting together. And there's rumors that I guess they're putting some FMB or some uh, filming of some of the um, movies or uh, the um, when they were doing the um, scaling of Mont- uh, the game as far as planning, as far as the, um, what should you call it? I'm struggling with my wording as far as the uh, textures of the, uh, area that you play in uh, that they're actually uh, getting some footage from Montana. They were taking like footage of the mountain range and so on and so forth. And there's rumors that uh, this game might be uh, a cowboy game of some sort. So, so, but uh, uh, they have not speculated on those rumors. They have not uh, said anything, but said that there's going to be a lot more information very soon. They also stated the fact that Assassin's Creed, the next Assassin's Creed game, will feature live services not unlike um, Ghost Recon, uh, Wildlands, and uh, Rainbow Six Siege on there, that there's going to be um, you know, new gameplay aspects added uh, to Assassin's Creed uh, throughout the uh, seasons, per se. So I'll have to see whether... Maybe the next Assassin's Creed might not be an annual franchise, but maybe something that will have legs for a couple of years. I'm hoping that's the case, but we'll have to see on that. Also, they did announce that they're doing The Crew 2, which I won't say anymore because I have no interest in that whatsoever. But nope. Any thoughts, Any thoughts, Des? Any thoughts, uh, Kevin, about nope. any of Far Cry 5 or Assassin's Creed? Nope. I don't play Assassin's nope. Creed. 
Um, I just barely played Far Cry Four when you when we played multiplayer. That was yeah. about it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I love Far Cry Four, man. In fact, uh, that was like my first deep dive into the series to tell you God's honest truth. And I'm gonna go back and play Far Cry Three on um, Steam just to kind of get my. Uh, appetite waited for far cry 5 we'll see when and exactly it's going to come out i'm hoping that it's it's further along i believe you know and um we'll see if it's coming can maybe come out some maybe sometime in 2018 i'm hoping but we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see so well the far cry skin can work across you know that can that can be applied to any time period uh, Far Cry Primal was fantastic until you got to the ending scenarios. Uh, for me, that's when it fell off the wagon. But I liked what they did with it uh, with regard to using the prehistoric animals as uh, as an additional tool that you could use in, in, your, in battling your enemies. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Far Cry, Far Cry Five in the Old West. I'm down. Uh, give me some some six shooters and some old Winchester rifles. <laughs> I don't know fools. If... You know if, if if that's the if that's the case. You know if it is in the Old West, I think that would be cool. I that I don't know how that's going to play running up against Red Dead Two. Yeah, that's the thing right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope it's further along than <laughs> if that is the case, I hope it's further along than uh, uh, than just going out to Montana and uh, taking taking some pictures. Yeah, uh, of course. Because we'll Red see. Dead, Red Dead 2, let's face it, that is the that is the cowboy in a very that is the king of a very small pond, you know, but that that king is on a high mountaintop. <laughs> so yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's going to be about those uh, wonderful people up in the uh, upper <laughs> Pacific Northwest. <laughs> uh, maybe that uh, like to section themselves out from the government a little bit. <laughs> maybe they'll take a political vent and <laughs> surprise everyone. So. It could be the future. You never know. Yeah, yeah it could be. <laughs> I doubt it, but it could be the future. <laughs> yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed has been my favorite adventure series Ever. I like it more than Uncharted. I like it more than Tomb Raider. It has been getting kind of stale. And by the time I hit Revelation, I was kind of sort of over it, even though I do have the the latest one that, that takes place in England. And I th- by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed Black Flag. For those who have not really been into Assassin's Creed, you know, they tried the earlier, some of the one or two of the earlier games. It just didn't vibe for them. Check out Black Flag. You might be surprised. Uh, it refines a lot of those more problematic gameplay mechanics from the earlier games and kind of evens them out. It's, it's got a great story. I really like the Conway character. I think he's my favorite assassin of all of the different characters that they've had up to this point. Ship combat was freaking amazing. Uh, check out Black Flag. But if even Black Flag, by the time I finished that game as good as it was, I was ready for Assassin's Creed to take a break because up until Black Flag, there were some some traverse issues, some mobility issues, some 
collision, some uh, collision issues that were in some of those games that prior to it that just I was thinking this feels rushed. This hasn't been baking long enough. And then when Unity dropped, I mean, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, Unity was unity was bad <laughs> no no matter how even if you're running it on pc with you know all the, the you know great frame rate and all the graphics together unity was just a bad playing game in my opinion uh from what little from li- little i played of it what i just couldn't it just didn't vibe with me so if this is a complete reboot and if assassin's creed is going to be sold as a platform as opposed to an annualized game, I'm I'm down with it. If you know, starting fresh, rebuilding, putting together a new business model, I'm cool. Uh, just as long as the, as the gameplay is on point, you give me an interesting story as icing on that cake. I'll be back in. All right, good deal. I think that's all our news this week. So, um, Kevin, you want to kind of lead us into our next segment then? All righty. So I want to know what you guys have been playing this week. Uh, Dez, what's been in your rotation, brother? Um, the Really the only game that I've been playing and I've been really, really uh, excited with was um, Cosmic Star Heroin. I got it, and I have been playing it uh, quite a bit. I really enjoyed it. And then um, the other one that I just re-downloaded was uh, Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Um, Stormblood is getting ready to come out. So I'm going to delve back into that. I'm actually going to I'm actually gonna do it. I decided Are you gonna, that one day. You're going to pay? You're going to pay I'm, to get I'm, in? I'm going to pay. I'm going I'm to pay a little bit uh, to see how it goes um because i like it i liked i liked the gameplay i liked the game i have some other friends that play that mmo so so yeah i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go back to it uh for a little while at least to see how well uh how well it goes so those i'm are surprised really, why I'm surprised. I thought you'd be all up on uh, ESO and Morrowind uh, coming uh, out. I'm, I have that. I have that uploaded too. So I'll be playing them both. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for both of them. Um, it's just that I still, every now and then, I'll still play um, ESO. I'll, I'll put it in and I'll play it. Um, but I haven't played uh, Final Fantasy fourteen in a in a while. So. I got really far on it, almost beat the campaign, and then I kind of lost interest. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it again and and really really try hard to to really push it because the game is I like the gameplay I like it I like it it's fun. Uh, the one thing about that is is I my 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 other friends who play those, that game stopped playing it, and I'm not part of a, a group or anything or a, or a clan or whatever. So it makes it makes soloing that stuff kind of hard um, because I want to be able to play with people. I mean, that's one of the things about MMOs that make them fun is you play with people, but it's much it's much more fun when you're playing with people that you know. So, so I uh, some of my other friends who play them play those MMOs are going to start playing again when Stormblood comes out. So um, I need to kind of dust off, you know, scrub off some of that rust, uh, so to speak. So 
So those those really are the two games that I have been playing the most uh, this past week. Um, how about you, Kev? Well, for me, Persona 5 has been dominating my game time. Y'all, it's been talked about, it's been described as being stylish. That is really stylish should really be a genre now because of because of persona 5 their their presentation of everyday things in that art style in the story in the way that you interact with the world it's all it's stylish there's no other way to describe it turn-based combat never been my thing there is enough variety in that with this game, you know, up until I, sh- I was playing Persona 5, I would have told you Valkyrie Profile was my favorite mm. turn-based game, uh, JRPG. Good game. Uh, Persona 5 has superseded that mechanically. And it does so without really major drastic changes because everything is so is presented so stylishly. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot when I talk about Persona 5. <laughs> it's really something you have to see. I really can't describe it to you. Even just the aspect of uh, uh, non-player uh, character-to-character uh, interaction through the text, it's all done. That art style, man, building those social links... You being able to utilize those social links in combat, building your personas, fusing your personas, making them stronger. All of that is done in a way that has just continuously built from that has built from the prior games. It's like they and I've only been down with Persona since four. Uh, my my homie Damon has been in it from like game one. So, I mean, he can break he can break down those differences like you know, straight up. So my, my point of reference is only from four, but just in talking to him, he's saying in five, they've just pulled everything that worked well from one through four and put it all in five. And it's just splendiferous. If that's even a word. So (laughs) we'll take it. Yes. I am at 96 hours, uh, into the game and I have enjoyed every millisecond of it. When I'm not down for a head for a long-term session, uh, I've been hitting up the PC. I've been playing grid two, you know, still uh, going through my, uh, campaign in that folks, uh, grid two is the best racing game that is between that sim and pure arcade it just hits that sweet spot like no other i know the forza horizon series lots of folks uh, uh hold on to that mechanically grid grid devours forza horizon i'm sorry i know that i spoke blasphemy just just now i'm playing it on steam graphically it still holds up is it as impressive as forza horizon 3 graphically no but those physics are just are arcadey enough to make the game extremely fun. I think the Horizon series still has too many too many fingers stuck in Sim. Uh, 
even though you're driving Lamborghinis on the beach, the car still the cars still drive semi and you're ad adjusting tire pressure and suspension and all that other stuff that why is that even there it's you're driving a lamborghini on the beach what does all that stuff matter and mechanically physically you know in the in its physics engine uh grid two just is just so much fun i'm literally i can't play grid two you know relaxed on the couch you know i it, it requires my my fullest attention because taking those hairpin turns is just so much fun <laughs> y'all uh i picked up grid two on a on a steam sale for like i don't know five bucks seven bucks something like that and it is well worth it and you don't have it doesn't require a massive rig to run it at its maximum settings either it is just a fantastic racer and it's my personal favorite uh, in that sweet spot between Sim and Arcade. So I've been really been digging that. Also been playing The Darkness 2. I don't know if fo folks remember The Darkness 2 from last gen. The oh, first I remember. Darkness, oh, okay. Yeah. The first Darkness, uh, I played that on Xbox 360. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed the game. The long and the short of it, you're a mafia boss who has this uh, evil entity in, encased within him, and he has to utilize it to fight his mob wars, but he's also got to find a way to suppress it because it will eventually destroy him. I believe it's based off an independent comic uh, IP. Yep. I've never read the comic book, but I've thoroughly, I've thoroughly enjoyed the game. Uh, the first one, and I'm playing through the second one because I never finished it when I had it for PS3. Playing it on Steam, graphically, it looks pretty, but it, it's not going to look as good as what's available out now. But it looks nice. It runs at a uh, at an unlocked frame rate, and all the graphics goodies, you know, popping up on my 1080p TV set. So I'm really digging it. And I will have more to say on it next week, hopefully. Um, I have downloaded Hyper Dragon Ball Z, mm -hmm. the uh, wow. Mugen-based fighting game. It's This thing has been out for a few years now. It's uh, uh, an independent... It, you don't pay for it because it you know they're using licensed characters. And basically, it looks like a CPS2... Uh, which is like what you would see like in the old school Capcom uh, fighting games, you know, think Street Fighter Alpha type, you know, pixel art, 2D, and it's using the Dragon Ball characters. And I'll have more to say on it next week, but I, I, I think this, I'll say this, I don't know how it would happen this has to come to consoles officially by, by somebody. <laughs> mm. it, it, it just has to. It, right. it, in some form or fashion, this game just has to. I'll have more to say hopefully on it next week, but uh, that's been on my rotation. Joe, what about you, sir? Mr. Oh, Six, for my... Mr. 60 hours a week. <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of um, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky on Sunday. Um, on my last full day off and was thoroughly enjoying it. In fact, that all day that day, I was just playing that. Um, if you're not familiar with the game, it's a um, 
um, action RPG. It's more like a turn-based RPG, though, from uh, Nihon Falcom on that. Uh, I think you saw me playing it a couple weeks ago when you were uh, taking off uh, when you were at my house, Desmond. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the game is uh, just outright just, you know, the music in the game is great. It's straight-up traditional um, action you know, turn-based RPG, you know, and I'm just in the prologue right now. Uh, this game is very, very succinct as far as the um, amount of just depth and lore of the, the game itself. Uh, there's approximately you know, 1.5 million Japanese characters that had to get translated into English for this game. It took the translating team at XE nine months to... Uh, translate the game um, for the original PSP. <laughs> the version that came out for PSP is the first U.S. version that came out, but they uh, eventually got a hold of the PC version and were able to get that out on there. This game's been out on Steam, you know, about, uh, been, been out on the PC platform for about, let's say, about three years now. The uh, reason why I got back into it is that uh, the third um, game in the series just came out a few weeks ago and uh, I just uh, been meaning to play it for years actually and I just just kind of putting the wheels in motion especially since <laughs> I'm done with Destiny to actually get to some of my games and so uh, uh, game is just uh, I'm running it on, for, on 4K resolution on my 4K TV and it just looks wonderful and it, it reminds me of all things uh, with the combat. The combat's almost like in a grid based system. It reminds me of the uh, first Grandia if you can believe it or mm -hmm. not. So, And it has that same whimsical feeling as the original Grandia. Basically you um, the game starts out and basically shows a um, guy that um, a um god cassius bright who happens to be a something that they call a bracer in the game and you'll learn afterwards uh, he comes home to his family and brings this young boy joshua home i guess and uh, basically that you know he was out doing bracer business and uh, happened to be where um, he's adopted this boy. And then you kind of learn with him and uh, his um, daughter. You kind of get to know the two characters. And it's uh, very whimsical. Um, right now I just got um, Joshua and the, the female protagonist Estelle, which is the... Um, daughter of um mr bright on there so and basically i'm just learning how to be a bracer they just got their junior bracer badge and now they're out doing jobs in the town and like you know doing little things like looking for items for people in town and, and be able to go in and uh, do various jobs like uh, fighting off some creatures that are attacking a farm nearby you know usual jrpg type trope stuff but it's still it's it's still uh great in its own way on that so i'll continue to be playing that also Real been, quick, Joe, that that game it's only on steam right now or can you get it on like playstation store or xbox live or whatever um you could get it on your vita too um you could play it obviously in psp mode so if you have a playstation vita you were able to go ahead and get that um uh, on the psn as well obviously it won't have trophy support or anything like that since it's a psp game but uh 
the first two games came out for PSP. Uh, they finally, they only released the second uh, game, Trails in the Sky, uh, I think was it uh, FC, uh, uh, digitally, mm-hmm. because of the fact that it was one of the games that came out on two UMDs. So... <laughs> on that but the third game is only pc and a lot of people were kind of salty about it so Mm. on there so but uh, all three games are on the um, pc platform and they also announced that they're bringing out also because i don't know if you have noticed a game called trails of cold steel or trails of cold steel 2 but um those are all also in the legend of heroes and also in the same universe that uh been released for both the uh, vita and the uh, playstation 3 both of those games and so those are starting to get ported over to the pc side too as well so i know you don't like turn-based rpgs kevin but uh, this this game is uh, a whole lot of good so i don't know if, if you would ever want to give it a shot or whatnot cool. but uh, cool i'll check it out i'll look at yeah it. and also showcase i've been playing it. i will showcase it to you so also last but not least just because working all my work and in, in working 60 hours uh, only game i really had a chance to play uh, during the week was uh, dragon quest 8 and i've been kind of putting you know more emphasis on getting that game done on that as far as where i'm at in the game right now i'm going through uh yangus's uh, story quest right now i don't know if you had a chance desmond to play the first one on ps2 yeah i almost beat not. it i got yeah. to the last boss and i never i never beat it yeah that's where i'm at right now i'm at uh yangus's story arc cool on there so it's a great game i'm still I'm still making my way through. I'm about, I would say, about 25 hours in, you know, and I, I picked up Fire Emblem Echoes this week, and so I, I, I'm not going to start that game until I finish this game. So I actually, today, after I got through doing all my uh, household duties, going grocery shopping, uh, getting my checkbook balance, I <laughs> went out and People did all my things. Yeah, I know, God forbid, but... Uh, I sat down. Uh, I decided instead of you know f- firing up my PlayStation Four, I sat in my bed and relaxed. Fired up my 3DS and relaxed. A couple dogs on the bed with me and just like uh, played Dragon Quest for a good hour and a half. And so I'm looking to get more chunks in because I've been playing it for the last few months, just at like 15 minutes, 30 minutes at a time, and it's it's enough to where I need to really push through and get get this game going and i don't want to be stuck around 2018 still playing dragon quest on my 3ds so (laughs) so i'm gonna make more of an effort to clear the deck so and so on so to speak so cool okay well i think we will go into the drop meaning what folks can expect to be playing this coming week and uh since joe you are the food max of gaming uh why don't you tell us what's coming out and also tell tell our listeners where they may able be able to save a few shekels on their next gaming purchase while you're at it oh yeah i could go and do that as well uh, a few of these games on this list come out this week um they're also part of a trade-in at the that wonderful uh, retailer known as GameStop, they have a hidden gems promotion. So you're able to get uh, up to 40% uh, trade in boost if you trade in towards um, four games on the on this particular short list that they have. Uh, two games are coming out this week. Uh, Rhyme, which is a uh, kind of a action RPG and kind of in the Zelda mode with some influences from like uh, Journey and uh, 
you know, a few other games of that nature on there, uh, maybe uh, even taking some inspiration from the whole uh, Ico Shadow of the Colossus uh, series, uh, take a little influence from there. That game comes out this Friday coming up, which is going to be on the 26th on there. Um, also, this other game, it's this visual, a Japanese visual novel uh, coming out. It's called Uda Awari Romano. On that. It's coming out from Atlas. Uh, subtitle of that one's going to be Mask of Deception. After looking at the footage on that, I was going to try to pony up some games to trade towards, and I actually just said, hey, heck, heck with it. I had some Amazon credit. I'm actually purchasing that game. That game is a combination of a visual novel and a strategy RPG, and uh, the strategy RPG looked compelling enough uh, to me, as far as gameplay aspects, that um, it's good to see because you know a lot of uh, visual novel games from Japan have been uh, translated as of late. Uh, the mo- most infamous, most famous one, known as Steins Gate and Steins Gate Zero, uh, those have quite a bit of a following out there. On there, I have not played them as of yet. Um, also. Uh, the whole 999 um, series from brought out locally, at least in the U.S. and Europe, by Ascus Games. Uh, the Zero Escape series, of course. Uh, so it's kind of a, a new new uh, gameplay in a way. It's still an old gameplay uh, type of thing. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of the game Snatcher that came out for Sega CD. It was like a Hideo Kojima's like you know first main game besides Metal Gear, and it had more of a visual novel style. It's kind of almost like, you know, it's like an interactive manga, basically. So I heard of it, never played it. Yeah, Snatcher is great, and that's why I want to give uh, Uda Awari Romano a shot, and just the fact that Atlas has uh, translated this thing into English. Um, they obviously, uh, granted, and it has all the wonderful packaging that you would love to have, you know, like comes with a you know 60-page art book, um, a slipcase cover, you know, all that stuff that, you know, us gaming geeks, especially Japanese gaming geeks, you just you know, as soon as you see that kind of treatment, you kind of just got my, one of my eyebrows kind of furrowed, like, hmm, what, what is this? So, so definitely take a look at those two games. Uh, you should be able to get good trade and promos for both on that. Coming up this weekend too, this uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend, um, usually GameStop one time, one weekend per month will have what they call like a, uh, where they have a boost on certain titles on there. And you could be able to tell by checking out the trade values on their website or checking out the GameStop thread on cheap ass gamer and check to see as far as what games got the boost on there. But there, it will be a definite possibly money making proposition, <laughs> this upcoming weekend because especially if you're able to trade in some games you don't want to play anymore uh hopefully some of your games are uh have that uh hidden boost along with the 40 percent and be able to stack up and and take advantage of that on there but uh other games coming out this upcoming week uh samurai warriors spirit of sonata uh comes out for both playstation 4 and pc if you're not familiar with uh, that, that's the latest version of the Samurai Warriors series. They pretty much uh, uh, got a um, known Japanese star to um, pretty much act uh, in this with his, you know, voice acting and so on and so forth. So it's it's not a typical Warriors game where you got like you know gazillion of characters to select from and in warring. It's more of a a story based game, just focusing on 
the one character on there. So it's definitely something that's kind of a little bit out of the ordinary for a typical um, Musou game on there. So it's a lot more story-based. So something I actually pre-ordered and hopefully I'll be able to get to and play. But I'm a definite fan of the um, Samurai Warrior series and the Musou in general. So I don't know if that's on your radar, Kevin, but uh, that's coming out for only 50 bucks versus 60 bucks. So it's now full play, price release, you know, for us to have our Amazon Prime and Gamers Club Unlocked discount with Best Buy. It comes out for a hot 40 bucks. So that might be something to kind of divvy up our uh, little trade credit towards. Uh, also coming out this week, uh, the Sky of Five complete for the Switch. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 rears its head uh, this Friday on the Switch on the uh, 25th on there. Um, any thoughts on either of those two games? I, I know Ultra Street Fighter 2, I'm not particularly looking forward to. I thought I was going to pick it up. I'm probably not going to now. Um, 40 bucks for a new version of Street Fighter 2 is might be too rich for my blood. What is your guys' opinion? I would concur with that. Um, I'm not really particularly. I really think this should have been like maybe 15, 20 at the most. Yeah. Um, the the add-on first-person Hadouken <laughs> thing really not impressing me and being able to play as Violent Ken along mm, with Eli Wright is not... It, 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 it's not garnering my enthusiasm for that. I will tell you this, uh, Spirit of Sonata, I watched some gameplay of it recently, and I definitely want to play that game. I like the idea that it's not, you know, your typical Musou, Dynasty Warriors, multiple characters, that it's going to focus on a smaller scope of people. And but still have that that Muso madness of you know decimating hundreds and hundreds of foes at once. Uh, so I definitely want to check that game out. So once everything is straightened up with my little issue, uh, I will definitely be picking that game up. I'm probably not going to pick up either. <laughs> I mean, I might pick up the Muso game because I'm I'm a fan. But the Street Fighter game, nah, I'm cool. Uh, I don't know, just Street Fighter again. Um, I don't know. Just never really. I like it. It's fun, but I just don't need another uh, variation of of that game. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna pick it up. After playing around with the uh, Switch uh, Pro controller, it's to me it doesn't scream that out to me that it's made to play a fighting game. Unfortunately, so so that's what I'm kind of taking and basing it on. It might be fun to play on the go though, for sure. But uh, I might have to pick that up if it if it gets down to twenty bucks or if I can get a good trade deal or something. Might be something that might be fun to just grab so we could play multiplayer at least. But I can't imagine playing. Uh, on the Joy-Con controllers, I, I don't no. know about all that. <laughs> so, all I heard about Mario Kart 8 is that the people are not having fun playing that multiplayer, at least using the Joy-Cons because they're too tiny. So, on that, um, other games coming out this week because the, the release schedule is like packed this week for whatever reason. So, especially digitally, um, digitally there's a uh, quite a few games coming out, including. The um, PC port of Vanquish will be out on Tuesday on there. It will be out on the 23rd. And also uh, for the PlayStation Network, um, 
the first Last Blade will be out digitally on the tw- on the 25th. World Heroes 2 will be out on the 25th as well, including all those wonderful characters. Budman, Rasputin. I'm kind of down with World Heroes 2 because, to me, that's that's where the game, that series started to get, started to get good, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I'll be picking um, that one up. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a new fighting game coming out this week, too. Uh, Guilty Gear X-Rev uh, version 2. Uh, will be out on PS4 and also on PC. It'll be out on the 26th on there. Um, Kung Fury Streets Rage, our wonderful game. I, I enjoy quite profusely. Uh, you're a big fan of the game too, right, Kevin? Yes, sir, I am. It's coming out for PlayStation Vita, finally, <laughs> out on the 25th of this month, uh, this week coming up. So, Also, too, um, a PS2 classic coming on PlayStation 4. I was very surprised that they announced this last minute, but they're bringing out the third game in the Star Ocean series, Star Ocean Till the End of Time. It's one of the best versions of Star uh, games in the Star Ocean series. Uh, a lot of people say that the PlayStation One, the uh, t- till the end of time, I think. No, that's the third one I just talked about. Uh, I think the second story is the name of the second Star Ocean on, on the PlayStation One. But both games are kind of the the high highlights of the series per se on that. So a lot of people are looking forward to that. I will definitely pick that up if not this upcoming week, some time in the future. As I am bogged down with my Japanese RPGs right now. But uh, anything else sticking out to you guys on the release list? It's quite a good list of stuff coming out next week. Uh, definitely looking forward to Rhyme 2. Uh, don't sleep on that game. That game looks uh, very art-directed um, and uh, just looks beautiful. We'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah, so. I, just, I just know that I have to plan a trip now to uh, Fresno to uh, see you and and play all these <laughs> games you're going to buy. <laughs> we'll see. It's like Joe's Red Box. Yeah, yep. I know. <laughs> Showcase extravaganza. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. And that's the drop for this week. So that's awesome. A lot of stuff to look forward to this week. Um, it's just this is just a great time to be a gamer. Period. In in my opinion, uh, I don't care. You know what platform you're you're really on. There's a lot to play. There's a lot of content available for you. There's, depending on what platform, there's a heavy, heavy, heavy uh, range of diversity out there for you. So get out there, check out some games. Um, And with that information drop of what's coming out this week, that will bring episode two of Gaming Vessels to a close. My numero friends, dos. we have <laughs> numero dos. <laughs> we're numero on that. Dos. We're we're on that way to five hundred, y'all. Yeah, we're on that way to five hundred. Um, Des, Joe, is there anything? You, any closing shout outs that you guys have for the folks? No, just uh, tune in. Keep tuning in. Um, look for us online. Uh, your support is what's going to help keep us going. So, you know, like, share us. Let people know we're here. And, um, yeah, continue to, to listen, uh, respond, go to um, send us emails, uh, gamingvessels at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, you could also check out uh, our Tumblr site. It's not up yet, but we'll be out shortly. You could also uh, hook us up 
let us know what you want on Twitter. Uh, my handle on Twitter is Joe Fongul. Kevin is uh, shown up 71. Yours is Nemo Cub, I believe, right, Kevin? Yep. Right, Desmond? That's true. <laughs> so, all right, yep. good deal. And we'll have some more information on Discord. I'm in the process of getting that. I've actually set it up, but I'm I need to t- get that some time to uh, get our administrators uh, set up on Discord and have more information on how you are you as our listeners will be able to join us there as well. So look, we got a lot of puzzles in motion, p- puzzle pieces in motion. We are getting that together. And we look forward to interacting with you good, kind people in the very, very near future. So uh, until next week, I'm Shonuff71. That's Nemo Cub, a.k.a. Dez. That's Trader Joe, a.k.a. Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max (laughs) of Gaming. (laughs) True. And we will catch you all next week. And remember, we are your gaming vessels. Peace.